Hello. Hi. And welcome to Mass Murder, your true crime self-care podcast. We're your hostesses, Avery and Nicole. And this week we're having another skincare special with our favorite skincare guru, Selena. So keep listening to see uh, what the answers to your questions are. Enjoy. Hi, Selena. Hi, Selena. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I'm back. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Thanks for coming back. We're so excited to have you. Thank you guys. I'm excited. This is kind of like my little, my little spa night. So I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm here. Let's do it. All right. All right. So this time we're going to do a mask with you while we're talking, which we haven't done both in conjunction yet. We haven't done a whole skincare Mm -hmm. episode and while doing skincare. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we are going to be trying, or we are trying currently, because it's on my face, Dr. Robux Healing Mask, Tama Healing Mask, which I have no idea yes. what that means, to be really honest. Tama, yes. is that a thing? <laughs> healing? So basically, it's, I think it's honestly just an acronym for the ingredients. Um, so the brand, first of all, it's by Dr. Robux. Um, it's an Australian brand. They're sort of known for just being a very minimal ingredient, really clean brand. Um, everything I've tried from them is really, really good. Uh, but I especially love this mask because it's literally three ingredients. It's turmeric, manuka honey, and avocado oil, which is, I think where the Tama name comes in, like turmeric, avo, manuka. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically it's just a really good mask to kind of rebalance the skin. It's great for congestion. It's great for inflammation, if you've got any redness going on, if you've got any breakouts. Um, turmeric is a really powerful anti-inflammatory, um, hence why our faces look so um, just kind of, we've got the Oompa Loompa glow going. Um, <laughs> and it will, just FYI, don't use a white towel straight on, make sure you wash it off completely before you go in with the towel because it, it, it'll be there, it'll, it'll last for a while. Um, but it's just really nice. It's the Manuka honey kind of acts as a natural antibacterial, the avocado oil hydrates. So you've got three really great pillars of care into like one mask. Um, and so it's just, it's just one of my staples, honestly, I travel with it. I always kind of make sure that I don't run out of it. Awesome. Yeah. So we've already put this on, obviously we know that, but, uh, I was surprised when, Actually, like getting out of the bottle, it's very thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. goes on really smoothly. I feel like it's almost, it kind of gives me like the artisanal. It almost feels like it's a mask you could have done in your house. Um, it kind of has that sort of, not gritty, but just sort of kind of raw texture. It doesn't feel like overly handled or overly mixed. It's just kind of very, um, it feels like something you could have whipped up at home. Well, especially with the three ingredients, I feel like I could make it at home. I feel like with it being so thick, there's like a lot of the honey in it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be easy to like overdo that. Yeah. Okay. So it says on the website, because I just Googled it, uh, to leave it on for <laughs> 10 to 20 minutes. Selena, how long do you yeah. normally leave this mask on? I'd say about at least 10, probably 15 my skin does really well with it. Um, I kind of really like to use it again when I'm having any kind of hormonal redness breakouts going on. 
Um, I also use it after, like if I'm getting a microderm or something that's kind of really gonna batter my skin. Um, this is something that I follow that up with um, and it just feels really nice. Okay, good to know. For my next microderm. For my first microderm. You know, just the <laughs> little things we do here and there. <clears throat> yeah, I've definitely never done that, but it's fine. A lot of things I've never done. Yes, oh my gosh, Selena, our last episode. Yeah. Nicole toned yes. her face for the first time. Tell me all about it. What, <laughs> what do we, what do we feel? What, what uh, did we learn? Well, it's funny. Avery was like, how did you feel? I was like, I felt like I was wiping liquid on my face. I don't know. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> it's one of those like really, um, it, it literally, it feels exactly that way. It feels like you're doing nothing and you're gaining nothing, but you really are. Yeah. <laughs> toning is one of those things once you make it part of your routine if you ever go without it you'll miss it you'll see how your skin really is a little bit different and it's the thing about toning it isn't so much about the actual thing it's how much it helps your skin improve from the steps that follow after it um keeping your skin kind of moist to then do a serum or do a treatment and then do a moisturizer all of those kind of layers of hydration compounded on each other are kind of what really makes your skin retain that glow and just kind of just feel youthful. So I should do it more often is what you're saying. I think so. I think personally, I think toning is one of those things that you, it's, it's kind of one of those things that help you turn a corner on skincare. It kind of formalizes your relationship with skincare a little bit. <laughs> um, and it's because once you start, you've got a routine. Yeah. You're going to do it. You're in it. Well, so this is perfect because I actually wrote down how many times should the average person tone their face like a week. Sorry. So I tone after I've cleansed. That means every time I wash my face, I tone after. And the interesting thing is you don't have to actually go out and buy a product that's called toner. I sometimes use a face mist to tone my face or I'll use a serum or I'll use witch hazel if I'm kind of, if I'm not finding something that feels quite right and I just kind of want to put something on my face that kind of feels a little bit um, more balancing. Sometimes your skin needs more hydration. Sometimes it needs, um, I don't know, a little um, something to help with congestion. So it just depends. You don't have to actually tone with a toner. Um, toning is basically just adding a little bit of balance and a little bit of moisture before you do the rest of the steps. All right, you officially lost me. <laughs> I mean, I I do tone my face like every time I wash my face, but with toner. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's, that's why they exist, right? I mean, it's kind of the easy way to go about it. Um, but if you didn't have something that is specifically a toner, but you had a face mist or you had um, a little bit of witch hazel, or you had some, you know, a little bit of aloe gel or vitamin E. Some people kind of do a mix of aloe gel and vitamin E oil, or um, just anything to kind of bring that balance back. You could do that. Of course, you know, one of the things you could easily do is just go out and find a toner that's good for your skin um, and kind of stick with it. But face mists are, I think, to me, kind of a quick hack. Um, a, because they don't feel like you're like spreading liquid on your face. You kind of just like spritz it and just let it sit. Um, 
so I love toning with face mists myself. Um, but there are some great toners out there that I use constantly. Um, so yeah, every time you wash your face, you should tone. That's right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> She'll get there <laughs> one day. Well, I've got that mist that you gave us, so maybe I'll start using that. There you go. Yeah, See, true. you can kind of be all fancy about it and just kind of spritz, spritz it on. Yeah, that's true because you're not supposed to moisturize on a dry face. Hey, where did you yes. get that? From our <laughs> beauty guru, Selena. I mean, I feel so proud. I'm so proud. It is the small things. I can do those. Yeah, yeah. The little things. Yeah. Yes. In life. Yes. Yeah. I also just completely, well, kind of off topic. I did buy the eye makeup remover uh, balm mm-hmm. that you recommended. And that is magic. Right. Magic. Right. It just, I mean, it looked like I've been crying for days, but oh, yeah. it just w- wiped right off. And I don't feel like I like pulled out half of my eyelashes doing it either. Yeah. It was nice. No, and your skin, that this skin, the skin around your eye is so much thinner and delicate. Once you start using a balm and not tugging on that skin, you'll really see a difference of, well, actually you would see the difference if you kept doing that because you all of a sudden you'll realize it's actually sagging. That skin can really deteriorate quickly if you don't kind of help it along the way. (laughs) I feel like, do you remember those like mid nineties, like antsy, MTV videos like Kelly Clarkson and those like anytime they, they would just like show up crying in the middle of the video I feel like somebody just took like a balm or Vaseline and kind of like did that I was like oh my god this is like an Ashley Simpson video right now <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true yeah that actually makes a lot of sense yeah it's my theory yeah I think it's a good one yeah I don't think you're wrong okay do you want to ask our first question Nicole are we are we going from the top or are we just like picking them randomly you can do whatever you'd like. Uh, I don't know which one to pick. Oh, so one thing I did try, I did try when I first moved into my condo. I was like, oh, I'm going to go out and buy like, a like I got a daytime and a nighttime moisturizer. And I tried uh-huh. using them both every day. And I was really good about it for a while. But then I, after like three weeks kind of felt like this isn't really for me and I don't know if it's because it was like the extra steps or like sometimes I would forget to do one and then would realize too late or mm-hmm. I also feel like they started to like I don't know if it's because the season started to change but like they started to feel different on my face yeah so, I don't even so I feel like a yeah it could be seasonally your skin is probably changing but also the colder it gets the more we're we're likely to use um, uh, interior heating, that's what really messes up my skin. So my skin changes so much by actually not so much what's going on outside, so what's going on inside. So dry, um, sorry, hot air is incredibly drying. So you have to make sure that you really, um, whatever the amount of water you were taking before, double that if you can. Um, and just make sure that you are staying hydrated because all of that will just like pull that moisture right out. Secondly, you don't necessarily need a daytime and nighttime moisturizer. Um, You should moisturize both at the beginning and at the end of the day. Um, But that said, it doesn't necessarily have to be a different one. Um, I, if I have a moisturizer that doesn't have SPF, I could use that in the morning or at night. In the morning, I'll probably use an SPF or follow my moisturizer with an SPF if it doesn't have any. 
Um, mainly I just kind of go for whatever my skin is needing. Right now my skin gets really irritable and really dry. So I just kind of went from a traditional moisturizer to a more rich one and I'm just using that for both. Okay. So when you moisturize at night and in the morning, should you wash your face both times or should you only wash your face once a day? Cause you don't want to so overdo it. Here's, here's the thing. Good. It, it kind of depends on a, on a couple of things. Absolutely always wash your face at night. Never don't wash your face at night because there's a lot of things that actually end up on your skin that you don't even realize. The other thing is you should really be using things like antioxidants and an SPF during the day. That's not something that should sit on your face endlessly. If I'm wearing SPF or makeup during the day, I'm absolutely gonna wash my face at night. You kind of have to take that top layer off. There's a lot of stuff, uh, pollutants and it, things that kind of harm the skin or just like, unfortunately just end up on your skin that you don't even know that yeah. you should slough off and wash off. Now I've had days, especially in the winter actually, I've had days where I sort of, I tend to focus on my skincare routine more at night. So if it's longer, if there's more steps, I tend to do those at night. And sometimes, honestly, you wake up and you don't necessarily want to wash all that good stuff right off. So, so a lot of the times, if my skincare routine was actually pretty thorough and my skin feels great in the morning, I'll just splash my face with a little bit of water and then put an SPF on or do that and do um, a vitamin C serum, put SPF and walk out the door. So you don't have to wash your face twice a day. You should absolutely wash your face at the end of the day. And again, if you have a good routine and you're putting all that good stuff on your skin, maybe you don't wanna wash it off first thing in the morning because guess what? Not a lot has happened to your skin. So, um, and the other thing to think about is your skin regenerates at night it's literally going through a cellular process to kind of purge all the bad stuff and kind of grab on to the good stuff. So you wanna make sure that your skin is clean before it does that. Um, a lot of the times if I break out, honestly, it's probably because I didn't cleanse properly the night before. Hmm, interesting. Wait, so why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't even know how to formulate my question. What do you mean your skin regenerates at night? Why just at night? Because your body's because resting. Exactly. When your body's at rest, certain processes happen at different levels of, and the, the skin is essentially, we don't think about it this way, but it is your biggest organ. It is an organ as every other organ is a part of your body. And it has to rebalance itself. It has to heal. It has to produce collagen. Um, it has to... Um, kind of actually physically purge impurities from deeper layers into your pores. Um, so all of that process, you kind of have to give it a little bit of a boost. That's why I kind of focus on a lengthier, uh, more nourishing routine at night, because I feel like my skin kind of is already in the process of doing that. So give it the things it needs. Mm -hmm. um, but primarily make sure the outer, the surface of your skin is clean so that it's not kind of trying to push out impurities while just impurities are kind of sitting right over it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Can I ask a really stupid question? Sure. There are no <laughs> stupid questions. 
<laughs> this one is stupid. Adding a, an SPF is literally, it's just like adding sunscreen, right? It's not like, yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it is either a standalone sunscreen or a moisturizer with an SPF of at least 25, preferably 30 or higher. So whatever has a solar protective factor, that's what you need. 25 is kind of high. I feel like my daily moisturizer is like 15. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> I think. The important thing is that it's there. Um, and again, I, I don't expect anybody to just all of a sudden turn a corner and be like applying and reapplying and reapplying as you like traditionally should do. Um, again, we're not spending the day outside and by the pool and, you know, washing it off and sweating it off. So understanding that that's not the case, um, you should always have a form of an SPF on your skin. I use, the minimum I use is 30. Um, that's kind of just what I look for now. Um, and the important thing is that you do use it um, and that it's it's part of your routine. Um, obviously come the summer, the more you spend time outside, up it. There's always sun exposure no matter what we're doing. I remember one of the times that I um, started getting a lot of just discoloration. I kept thinking like, what is going on? Like I'm not spending that much time outside, but I was flying a lot and I always pick a window seat. And I, it didn't occur to me that the entire time that I would be traveling, I would literally just be getting indirect, albeit, but sunlight on my face. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm not, you know, I'm not outside, you know, putting nothing but baby oil. So what, what is going on? Um, so you should always have it. Okay. That's interesting. I would never have thought about flying yeah. as a issue, but. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, question, should we go ahead and wash yeah. our faces? Probably. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was just looking up and I was like, I think we've had this one for more than 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is if we're not like, you know, screaming about it, it's not, it's not doing any harm. It's one of those masks, I've left this on and forgotten about it. And then um, the baby looks up at me like, <laughs> I'm like what, is, what are you looking at? And then I realized it's cause I, I look like a, piece of mustard but yes we should go wash <laughs> the same analogy it does it looks like mustard yes it does okay i'm gonna pause the recording i'm feeling fabulous right i like it i feel very yeah. clean it's it feels like getting a new like outer layer mm -hmm. it feels like a new face yeah. um i love 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 this mask yeah, I actually, I agree with you. Not because I know like the real effects of it yet, because obviously more, like I will know more of it about it later, but the experience of putting it on and washing it off, very positive. Yes, 100%. I agree. And I think that's a lot, a lot about a mask. Yes, it's about all the beautiful, wonderful things it promises, but a lot of it is, is it's just kind of a good indulging experience, right? It should feel good on the skin. It should feel good going on. It should feel good coming off. I always say like, if you put something on your skin and all of a sudden it starts burning, it starts hurting, something doesn't feel right, take it off. That's not what a, a mask should feel. A mask should feel good. Um, and this one just feels super, super nourishing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Very creamy. I like, I feel like most of the masks we've done 
that aren't sheet mask, we put mm-hmm. it that way, are clay based. So they all dry, right? And yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's um, much, the stiffness is uncomfortable. You're right, though. It I is. Where you forget about this. It just, yeah. It's just there. I feel like it's still like working wonders. Like, yeah. I feel, um, so I feel the tingles. Yes. Tingles. Good. Yeah, I'm glad you guys like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. My only critique is the color, but I like it because <laughs> of the natural portion that it's, you know, the color of turmeric. Yeah. It is. That's um, something that's been huge for me in the past, I'd say, year year to two years in trying to get pregnant and and during my pregnancy i think i just sort of started ditching and switching um to more natural toxin free kind of minimalized ingredient um skincare just because i didn't realize how much it could really disrupt things in your body um and this is definitely one of those brands that kind of prioritizes that so it's a good one to have you know that that concerns me because i feel like the more i read on we'll just say toxins for the short list, but all of the negative things in your life that you're consuming and you've no idea, it really freaks you out. It really, really does. Um, And a lot of things, a lot of issues that you wouldn't think can be attributed to that. Like I used to get, I used to have a lot of um, not quite full-blown migraines, but I used to literally think it was normal to get a headache every day because I usually every single day would get a headache at some point or another. I'd have like intestinal issues. I'd get like random bits of rosacea or I'd get some inflammation somewhere and just just kind of thought that that was normal. And then I started kind of switching first my cleaners and then I you know, stopped lighting candles and started diffusing oils and I started finding minimalized ingredient products, more natural based, toxin free, fragrance free. And then all of a sudden things kind of stopped happening, which was kind of a shock, honestly. Um, But I'm just sort of glad that I'm on the other side of that versus just being the opposite and thinking, oh, well, you know, headaches are normal or, you know, like random breakouts are normal and they're not. Yeah, that's true. But it's the finding out what necessarily did it now if you just do all the things like you did you know clean your life then you'll just find out that you know you fixed it but what if you found out it's like eating carrots and you never thought about it because you don't consume them they're just in things yeah yeah so many things are just kind of like hidden and it's not until you and, and unless you're actively looking um it's really easy for the marketing of things to kind of hide it a lot of things get sold as clean just because a they say they're clean or b they're marketed for kids there's a ton of things that i used to kind of have on my list or i used to buy because it was marketed as safe for kids so i figured oh it's safe for kids it must be fine and then a lot of things are not um a lot of things have a lot of additives and preservatives and you know synthetic fragrance and it's um it's not good no no bueno no bueno okay Let's see. Next question. All right, I'll go. Okay. All right. Here's one of my basic questions. So I try to exfoliate every time, every you know, few days. But mm-hmm. should you wash your face before you exfoliate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I, well, I guess here's my question. When you say you exfoliate, how do you exfoliate? With how? with what? 
Um, so I have a, well, the one I normally use other than like samples or whatnot is the Claude micro, I forget its real name. But it, is it a, is it a scrub? Is it a, is it an acid? What, like, what's the texture? Oh yeah, it's it? a scrub, but it's one okay. of the micro abrasion ones. Is that so right? there's really tiny, tiny, yeah, yeah. like almost like sand and putty kind of thing. Yeah. Like it almost feels like you're not doing anything, but slightly abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. So that should follow, for example, well, here's how I, I use one by Darfon. Um, that's pretty similar. I guess they're just marketed as a micro, a personal microdermabrasion without the actual wand and suction thing. It's just kind of like in a paste. So I like using those kind of in my T-zone where my pores get clogged and I use it in conjunction with my cleanser. So I put my cleanser on and with my cleanser on my skin, I grab a little bit of that paste and I start working that paste into kind of those areas. Okay. One thing that's really good is if you um, follow, you should either do it in conjunction with your cleanser or following your cleanser because it's kind of like that extra step that kind of gets deep into the pore. That's why the particles in those putties are so small. They're sort of meant to go inside the pore and kind of come back out. Um, so you sort of, instead of going very wide around your face, try and go like in very small circular motions where you have any congestion. And that's kind of how you push them in and put and kind of work, have them work from the inside out. The other reason why it's good to kind of follow the cleansing step or just do it in conjunction with the cleansing step is if, if you use sort of warm, not hot, but warm water, mm -hmm. the warmth will kind of help the pores open up. And that's how you kind of in a more easy, you know, easier fashion, just kind of get in and get out. Yeah. I normally do it in the shower. Good. That's great. Yeah. That's a good way to go about it because that kind of steam helps kind of to open all that up. Okay. And you can really get any kind of gunk out of there. Yeah. I think the confusion for me, at least, is just mentally, like, you're washing your face and then you're kind of washing your face again. Yeah. And just yeah. Feels too many steps. It, and it, it, yeah. 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 And it is. I mean, it is an added step. You don't, you don't have to do it every day. Um, but it is something, it's sort of like, think of you kind of cleanse on the surface and then you're sort of going in and cleaning then under the surface is I, I guess the way I would put it. Um, also, if you have any kind of dry um, or dead skin that takes that off. Um, so that's also a good reason why to do it. But I usually, when it comes to that kind of exfoliator, I do it as I'm cleansing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does. All right. I think I need to get an exfoliator. Yeah, Nicole doesn't exfoliate. It's our small milestones, guys. Yeah, we got we, her to tone. I, I was gonna say I've already toned. Like <laughs> we got her to getting tone. her to wash her face every day. That's step one. That's step one. See, small steps. We'll, we're gonna get there. Baby steps. Oh my lord. <laughs> the funny thing about exfoliating is there's so many ways to do it. Um, not, not everybody does it the same way. You can use physical exfoliators, like what we were just talking about, or you can use chemical exfoliators with acids, kind of a tricky thing. Don't dive in like head first, but brands like Dr. Dennis Gross do really nice, um, kind of gentle peels. It's kind of like a two-step pad. You do step one 
you wait a minute, then you do step two, one acid kind of activates and helps kind of deglue all that dead skin. And then the other acid neutralizes it. So you kind of prevent it from doing any damage. Uh, but that's a great way to kind of go about it because they come, again, they come in like prepackaged little pads, not something you have to do every day. Definitely not something you should start doing more than twice a week once you're starting, but there's definitely different ways to um, exfoliate. Yeah. I've actually tried those pads before and I really like them. My yeah, issue is uh, just all the individual packing. And- yeah. In my green tendencies recently. It's very wasteful. It just very wasteful. hurts yeah. the soul. But I know it you does. kind of can't get away from it. it yeah, but no, but actually you could. I mean, the other way to do it is also just by the by the actual acid. A lot of brands, um, Crave, K-R-A-V-E, does a really nice one. Um, it's just kind of a big glass bottle. Then the wasteful thing becomes like, what do you, what do you apply it with? Do you use a cotton pad? Do you use a cotton ball? So there's always some form of, I guess, waste. I've solved that one too. I have reusable cotton pads now. See, there you go. Uh So you should just buy like a bottle of an acid, um, acid gentle peel and kind of exfoliate with that too. Maybe that'll be my next purchase when I'm out. And you should Give me a link or tell me where you got the reusable cotton pads because I hate the feel of like the, the actual like cotton balls and stuff. And that's what I used when I toned mm-hmm. the other night and it did not feel awful on my skin. Yeah, my it feels nice. Yeah. It's always, ever since I was little, I hate like the 100% like cotton stuff. It, like, it just is always giving me like the heebie-jeebies. You just don't like the texture? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's a thing. I think it is too. I think yeah. that is people I've heard people yeah. the the fiber how the fibers kind of yeah. look and feel. I I've I've known people who like can't deal. Yeah. No, like I've heard other people say and like I can kind of relate, like I can feel it in my teeth. Oh yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Not good. Okay, but yes, I'll tell you. Um actually I just not that my mom will hear this before Christmas, I'm sure, uh bought her some for one of her like little stocking stuffers, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I bought them from a like super organic place that I got served on Instagram and then found out they're actually pretty common. So (laughs) that's awesome. I love those Instagram ads. Yeah. Gets me every time. Oh, and they know everything. Mm -hmm. Did you guys watch this super tangent? Did you watch the social dilemma on Netflix? I have not. No, I feel like we talked about it. We did talk about it, but we didn't watch it. Is it crazy? not that 2020 hasn't been a crap year already. And I don't want to add to your pile of like things that could potentially make you anxious, but it's definitely worth a watch. It's definitely worth internalizing what they say, because it's kind of, I think it's just one of those things that we don't realize that it's just kind of, kind of destroying the way we live in a, in a not so optimistic way to put it, but it's worth a watch. Okay. Noted. Maybe after this. <laughs> Another day. Yeah, watch no, it. no, I had a bad day at work. I don't want to watch anything that's going to bring me down. Watch it. Watch it some other time, but definitely watch it. Maybe after Christmas, because then, because you're getting ready to quarantine. That's and true. I don't feel like that's something I want to watch alone. Yes. Yes. My quarantine starts on Thursday, so. Where are you going? God, it's tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I'm going to my parents' house. Yeah. Yeah. That's just awesome. being extra careful. I'm going to see my parents and my grandparents. So 
Oh yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't not be extra careful. Take the extra steps. We're planning on driving down to Florida and are are planning on doing the same. So you are, you're going to go see your parents. Yeah. Well, actually a lot of your family, (laughs) what part of exactly. That's a good thing. Like it's at least it's, it's my parents, it's my brother, it's my sister, it's the kids. And, um, our baby definitely needs some socialization because he just has not gotten it. Um, but yeah, so taking all the measures, wearing all the masks, doing all the things. Oh, that's a long drive. My mom and I, we were talking about going down to, cause I have grandparents that live down there just outside of Tampa. We're yeah. going down and driving and my mom's like, I just don't, I don't think I can do it. I don't feel safe. I can't do that drive all the way. And I do not want to stop at a hotel on the interstate. Like, yeah. I was like, mom, we can do it's the a lot. And she's like, no, that's exciting. Yes. That's nice Mildly, to see um, family. Yeah. Mildly jealous. It's going to be warm. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. The weather will actually be nice in Florida. <laughs> it should be. It should be. But again, we, we, we shall see what happens. Yeah. Bring us back to Nicole. Um, bringing it back. Oh, speaking of Florida and SPFs, segueing into one of these questions we have here, can you use an overnight moisturizer in the morning as your all day moisturizer if you add SPF to it? Or is that a no, no? Oh yeah, absolutely. Overnight moisturizers aren't necessarily different. They are just, they just tend to be a little bit more emollient. They probably tend to be thicker. Um, During the day, it's just a matter of whether your skin can handle that. Probably during the winter, I'd say it could um, because we do tend to be sort of more prone to getting dehydrated or having, you know, the temperature changes kind of strip that moisture from the skin. So yeah, absolutely. You can use a, a overnight an intendedly overnight moisturizer during the day, as long as it doesn't adversely affect your skin. Um, it should be fine. Interesting. It was just something I thought after we tried that overnight moisturizer, I was mm. like, my face feels amazing. I was like, can we, can I just put this on in the morning and leave it on, leave it on like all day? Your skin is, is probably drier than you think it is. Oh um, no, if it's, dry. <laughs> yeah. If it's taking it, if it's taking, um, such a good hold of a night moisturizer, um, yeah, that's something you could do during the day. I'm going to do that this winter because it's been very dry past like week. Yeah. Oh, wait. So speaking of moisturizer for those that have prominent blackheads, in your life that will never go away when you moisturize should you try to avoid the areas that are blackhead prone i guess clog pore prone no okay um no so when it comes to moisturizing don't um i don't necessarily recommend to avoid any area your entire face needs moisture um a lot of the times if you're overproducing First of all, there's two different things going on. Just because you look at your nose kind of in a more enhanced way and you see stuff in your pores doesn't necessarily mean it's blackheads. Um, your skin naturally produces sebum that protects your pores from just like grabbing onto everything that it interacts with and harboring it in your skin. So a lot of that is actually meant to be there. Um, what happens is sometimes if like, for example, you're not giving your skin enough, um, 
emollients or hydration, your skin will tend to overproduce oil. And so that can lead to congestion or getting clogged. Um, but no, you shouldn't avoid certain areas. What you can do is exfoliate. That's really where exfoliation comes into play. And again, like we talked about before, there's different kinds. Those little kind of tiny, tiny particle in putty or in clay or in um, sort of cream-based exfoliators, those really work great when it comes to like pulling that kind of stuff out. It kind of goes back to what we were saying, like after or during a cleanse, when your skin is kind of warm, your pores are a little bit open, using those kinds of exfoliators in like small circular motions, you're kind of pushing it into the pores. They're kind of going in and taking some of that gunk out. Um, the other thing that it is um, pretty much exclusively made for that purpose for exfoliating the pore inside out is salicylic acid. Um, so finding either an overnight treatment or um, a serum that has salicylic acid and it will do that for you. It kind of goes underneath the pore and gets that kind of gunk out. Um, so yeah, don't avoid moisturizing, just add a form of exfoliation that kind of helps those pores become sort of declogged from time to time. Okay. All right. I have a quick follow-up question because it's probably, it may be the same answer. Um, I had someone ask me the best steps to shrink your pores, just normal skin, no like outlying concern, but what the best routine is to shrink your pores. So any routine to shrink your pores has to have, um, a, a good exfoliating step. Um, either a combination of physical or chemical exfoliation, definitely some salicylic acid. Think of like, I'm trying to think what would be a good, so think of like if you're packing a roller bag for a trip and you keep packing stuff in it, it mm -hmm. starts kind of like growing right out of its shape. It sort of starts, starts looking kind of bloated and bigger and the only way you can get it to kind of go back into its shape is not put as much stuff in there, not have as much stuff in there that it will kind of make it lose its shape. And that's what happens when you go for a long period of time without expo exfoliating inside your pores. That sort of gunk just tends to kind of build on itself and it starts making the pore bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you make exfoliating a constant part of your routine, those pores will get a little bit bigger as there's more sebum in there, but then we'll kind of try and close back up once you get that out. So just making that part of your routine will kind of help contain um, your pores from just growing out of proportion. Now, mind you, part of the aging process is our pores will get bigger. They do get bigger. There are other procedures that you can talk to like a dermatologist about to kind of shrink those back up, lasers, things like that. But honestly, exfoliating, getting into the pore, getting that stuff out was probably the best way to kind of maintain um, your pores from not growing abnormally or the or a way that they shouldn't. Okay. Hmm. So the key is really exfoliation. That's it. Yeah. Really it really is. It really is. And again, a good salicylic acid um, works wonders. Um, there's overnight treatments um, for not a lot of money too. Salicylic acid is just one of those ingredients. Name a brand, they have a salicylic acid product. Um, so that is something that I would definitely look into. Um, again, physical exfoliants, 
do a good job of sort of extracting, but they can do some damage on the skin. So if you don't have the right one, it's better to go for um, sort of a gentle middle of the road concentration of an acid-based um, toner or exfoliant and kind of build up your skin's tolerance to that. Start with once a week, build up to two, build and kind of maintain at three. Okay. Hmm. So speaking of questions from people, friends, one of my friends, is a follow-up from our previous episode because she asked something about like adult acne and you're like, yeah, no, that's a, that's a real thing. It happens. Yeah. She, um, she said that she, and I already know that this is probably not the best thing ever, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, she heard that putting toothpaste on your pimples can help to dry them out. Like, do you have thoughts on that? And do you have any alternative recommendations for her to help calm her face down? I can already see she's like, don't do that. <laughs> I, I told her, I was like, you probably shouldn't do that. Like, I'll ask, but I'm going to say don't do it. The funny thing is it, is it will work. I've, I've actually known people that do that and swear by it. Huh. But that's not what it's intended to do. So I would, I would not. Um it actually could really irritate your skin, cause more inflammation. So a breakout, instead of looking smaller the next day, might look bigger or might look more red. Um, so I would, I would, I would use a toothpaste for your teeth, and I would <laughs> instead, um, I would look at something with, like niacinamide is a really good ingredient to look for. Niacinamide, zinc stuff that helps with inflammation and kind of actually nixing the breakout. Um, there's a brand called The Ordinary and they keep coming up. I just literally spoke to um, a friend of mine yesterday. She was looking at for a recommendation. She's cleared her, she had a bad case of mask knee, you know, how like people oh, yeah. who like have to wear masks for eight hours a day. So a lot of that unfortunately is just bacteria. That's what acne comes down to, um, yeah. inflammation and bacteria. So I actually, you know, in a kind of a weird sense had to say, you know, this might be really big inconvenience, but try brushing your teeth every couple hours because what happens with the mask is it isn't so much the mask giving you acne, it's the bacteria coming out of your mouth and not going anywhere. So it just kind of stays on your skin. Your skin kind of grabs onto that, pulls it down and that's why you break out. So again, thought of using that. things that are antimicrobial, antibacterial, washing your face, not aggressively, but just keeping your face clean, um, using salicylic acid so your pores don't get clogged so that stuff then can harbor underneath it. Um, and using products like, um, again, this brand called The Ordinary has a peel, an AHA, BHA peel that can kind of dry those um, breakouts up. And then they have a serum with niacinamide and zinc they're not the only brands who do this. That combination is key. So keep that in mind. Um, niacinamide and zinc is really good to just kind of like calm everything down and help your skin heal. Ultimately, that's what you want to do. You want to get past the point where it's healing and then it's flaking and then it looks red. And then you get to kind of that side where your skin looks smooth again. So that's something that can kind of accelerate your way to that. You literally just did a mask with niacinamide in it so we know what it's you're good. talking about i did there you I go you mentioned it <laughs> it's a it's a skincare hero in my um humble opinion 
It really is. Um, and it's, it's sort of one of those, again, if you look for a clean skincare brand, um, just look for that one ingredient. And if you're dealing with breakouts, introduce it and your skin will probably thank you for it very quickly because it really does help speed up the, the healing process. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. It's a good one. I like that. Um, do I have to do the last of them? They're all your questions. I asked mine. I <laughs> She like asked her one question. Excuse me, there were four. <laughs> and they were all related. True, true. There were four. True, true. You're like, oh, true, true. I've got this question, but I'm going to follow it up with this other question because it's pretty much the same thing. Well, just because you I said asked that her. at one time. I you know. did. Okay, well, one of them was my question. Another was from a friend. Mm -hmm. And they just went together. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I had as many questions as you. Would you like me to ask one of your questions, Nicole? Yeah, sure. Okay. I feel like I see microcellar all over the place. I tried Googling it. Okay, Nicole tried Googling it. But it just showed a ton of scientific words. And she was like, eh. So, <laughs> so do we have a way to explain this to people? lay people to what do you mean do you not know what a lay person is layman's terms is that what you mean yeah, yeah those, those are lay people yeah I've literally never layman's, heard that my whole life layman's terms are what lay people understand <laughs> nope that's the first time i've ever heard that <laughs> speaking of things that go with another those are two that go together <laughs> i totally thought that she mistyped that no no <laughs> wait so you mean my cellar water right yeah, what I said. Okay. Um, weird. I, I think I just said micellar. That's what you got. Yes, micellar um, water is what she so, Micellar water for the lay people. So I'm, and I can already see the first line you probably saw. It's like micellar water is made of micelles. And then people are like, why are you saying the same thing twice? <laughs> um, and it's, but it is, it is the truth. So basically, my cells are little, think of it like little dirt magnets. They're just little microscopic molecules in suspended in this solution. And when you wipe it on your face, they kind of attract impurities. And how, that's, how they, that's how it cleans your face. It's not like you're just rubbing water on your face. It's actually water with molecules that are pulling impurities off your skin. Um, that's I think the only way I can think of how to explain micellar water and how it is different. Um, it's not just water. You're not just kind of slapping something off that's not doing anything. It is actually helping clean the surface of your skin. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So is that something you should use every day, like before you use your cleanser and wash your face, before you use your toner, after you use you your You certainly can. Cleanser? Yeah, you certainly can. You can use it before or after your cleanser. I would probably use it before as kind of a first cleanse um, and then go in and wash the rest off. Um, some people I've known use it after. So like, for example, if you're not washing your hair that day and you kind of want to focus washing and put, you know, splashing all that water toward the center of your face, you might want to grab a pad with micellar water and go toward your hairline so it doesn't, you know, completely undo your hair or, you know, something like that. It doesn't replace a cleanser, my, in my opinion, and you guys know this at this point, nothing replaces a cleanser, uh, but you certainly can use it before um, or after if you feel like you might not have gotten something. 
Uh, it's great for like makeup around the eye. Um, so yeah, it definitely has a place. You can absolutely use it. A lot of, I, I wanna say, um, I forget the brand, I'll look it up. Um, some of them are actually doing them in actual um, wipes now. Um, so you can get wipes without, without just like cleansing solutions, with actual micellar water. So, um, definitely several ways to do it. Yeah. I actually, one of the face wipes that I bought was from Burt's Bees and it had the micellar water in it. I was yeah. like, I see this everywhere. Yeah. I'm just going to try it out. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a, a, a great quick way to cleanse. A lot of people use it actually, well, back when we were having actual events like backstage in um think of like fashion shows where you have to kind of like quickly change a makeup mm -hmm. and you kind of wet things off puts other stuff on um so that that kind of use i i used to see a lot um yeah. but yeah they're just little tiny little dirt magnets and they go into the solution they pull stuff off your skin and it definitely it is it is a good way to kind of do a first cleanse interesting i might have to get some of that look like we go into all these things and I'm like, oh, I've got a laundry list of things I need to buy. <laughs> this is getting expensive. I mean, it's true though. Like your skin's worth it. I mean, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be really honest, especially in quarantine, because I don't, it's not like I wear makeup anymore, but I put all of my money from makeup into skincare. I think yeah. it's fair trade. Yeah. No, I've, I think I've done the exact same thing that and sort of detoxing the home have been my two main things. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing like a global pandemic to kind of make you realize like, huh, maybe I do have a bunch of stuff that's like disrupting my immune system that maybe I, I shouldn't. And I want to, you know, boost it up, not, not break it down, you know? Yeah. I think our last question for you is, um, just like a random online tip that I saw that was it was like, oh yeah, you can store your face masks in the fridge overnight and use them in the morning to like wake your skin up. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of wondering what your thoughts were on like first, like using masks in the morning and then second, like the tip. And I mean, if it were up to me and I could fit a fridge in my bathroom, everything would be in there. All the things would be in there. Um, because especially eye products, definitely sheet masks, um, that's just kind of, it would be a really indulging thing to do. And the way, um, that is helpful is kind of twofold because anything that's cold, uh, constricts. So if you've got puffiness around, that's why I say like eye products should probably be kept cold because they work better to depuff your eye. And that's not the product working magic. That's just the fact that it's something cold. Um, or sometimes what I'll do is I'll just let the cold tap router tap tap router. <laughs> cold, I'll let the cold tap water run. And once it gets to the point where it's the coldest, I'll just start splashing that on my face. And then my face sort of kind of regains its shape. Um, so a, anything that's cold will help puffiness. It will kind of help reduce any kind of, you know, any time type of like inflammation, whether it's hormonal or you've got just sort of a lot of lymphatic fluid kind of bottled up there that will kind of take that down and two um anything that's cold will stimulate circulation and that's also really good that's why they say wake up your face basically it's that sort of immediate 
rush of blood to the surface of your skin. Um, and the reason that's good is because while blood is sort of kind of circulating right on the surface, all of those products immediately start working. They go into your system and all of those ingredients don't get kind of lost on your skin. They go directly to start working. Um, so that's something you can do with just doing like some people do a quick face, face massage and basically you just kind of see their face just getting that kind of like a pink flush, kind of like what you, what you look like when you've gone out for a run or you just worked out. That sort of like rush of blood to the surface is another thing you're going for when you're using stuff that's cold um, directly on your skin. So you want to boost circulation and you want to decrease puffiness and inflammation. Those are the two thin made things um, that come from using stuff that's cold. But again, you could keep um, cold muslin cloths in the freezer or your fridge and just use that kind of like slap down on your skin in the morning or just use cold tap water, um, which is what I do. It feels like something that's no fun and I probably won't do. <laughs> but. Yeah. but you kind of have to be ready for it. It's kind of like, it's a semi, um, it's kind of like that ice bucket challenge just don't spring it on yourself. Tell yourself the cold is coming and it'll be fine. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is here, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually a, um, a really good tip. Um, if you have like a good sheet mask that you know you love, um, if you ever feel swollen or super puffy, stick it in the fridge, wait 10 minutes, put it on and it should work wonders. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe our next sheet mask will have to pop in. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's all the questions we have. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess we glazed over it before, but we, you know, normally grade our mask. Oh, yeah. I, I think we all agree. So <laughs> I think anything coming Solid from the recommendation is, is automatically going to get a good grade. I'm really glad you guys had that sort of immediate good experience. Cause that, that was my first experience with this mask. I was like, you know, I don't care if my skin looks different tomorrow. It feels great right now. Yeah. Um, so for a great right now and great after, I, I'm confident you guys will wake up and you'll probably kind of see a little bit of a difference, um, but it is really great. And I've, I've used this mask you know, if I'm breaking out from top to bottom, usually seasonally, I, my skin will kind of go through a weird purge and nothing would really, anything I put on it that has active ingredients kind of aggravate it more than fix it. So I just use this three nights in a row until all of that inflammation comes down. And then I go back to my regular routine, but it is, it's something that's kind of, I, I just love having it. You never know when you're going to need it, but your skin always thanks you for it. It's that, just that kind of mask. I like it. I like it a lot. I think we'll do it again. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We need to tell her what we did for Rachel's birthday because I don't think we ever texted her. Okay. So on Saturday, we got together with our friend Rachel, had a little girls night. We did like some yoga in the morning and then we did brunch and we had a few drinks. We decided to do masks, but we decided to go Picasso per your recommendation, just what we needed, where we needed it. Yeah. No, it was, it a was lot nice. of fun. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. It's it, people. I mean, I've looked ridiculous in the past, but again, 
don't be wasteful. I mean, if, if there's something your skin needs in different areas, my skin, it, my skin is absolutely combination. Um, and not everything will uh, be helpful everywhere. So I'm glad that you guys did that because it's just one of those, it's another way to also really use your products. Uh, I used to always fall into the trap where I just kind of see one mask and I was like, oh, well, I really want to do that other mask, but I, I, I kind of need this down my T-zone, so I'm just going to use this. And so I wouldn't use everything in an efficient way and then stuff, you know, can't hang around forever. And I just kind of felt pretty wasteful. Um, but yeah, I started kind of Picassoing it up and basically just use what I need when I need it, where I need it. Um, and it just works. It does. If anything, it was fun. Just an extra yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. I'm going to send you guys, um, a glow serum that I'm really curious for you to, you guys to try. Cause I made it and I'm mighty proud of it. So well. I'll send it for you. Ooh, yeah. Try. Serums by Selena. Well, I guess ser serums by Ivory Trim. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. I need to brand these bottles. Yeah. Ugh. Add it to the list. <laughs> growing list. The ever growing list of all the things that I have to get done in a year where every day literally feels the same. It's weird, right? It doesn't make oh, any yeah. sense, but yeah where every day feels the same and somehow it's already December. Yeah. In the slowest year ever. How? I, someone needs to show me actual, like a time-lapse of how this happened. Cause here we are. Um, yeah. It's like a lifetime of like micro accomplishments yet you feel like nothing's changed and you haven't, you, like an entire year has passed and I feel like I have nothing to show for it. Yet I've done all the things, but I, don't I know it's just like everyone's been extra productive though. Because you're oh, yeah. stuck in your house. It's just a different yeah. type of productive. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Here we are. Yeah. And here we are. But thanks for chatting with us again, Selena. Always, yes. Thank, thank you, you guys. This is so much fun. Well, we love it. Good, because we're gonna keep making lists and keep asking you questions. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so in. Okay. Well, we appreciate you as always. Yes. Much appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. It was fun to chat. Okay. Um, let me know when you guys want to do the other one. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. And when we can do this in person one day. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's still on the list that we have to make face masks together. Oh but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But and this quarantine and we'll, we'll, we'll get down and dirty with it. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> okay. Next year we come. <laughs> all right we'll talk to you soon all right thank you guys this is fun yeah right. bye good night don't forget to like our page on facebook to follow us on instagram at masked murder podcast send us all your emails at masked podcast at gmail.com and that's for any show notes any questions any comments and that's all for this week take, take care, care of yourselves, yourselves.